0: Hello again, it's your friendly neighborhood host, JT Weekly, back for another episode of the History Comics Podcast, this time in the life of Lily Renee, the Holocaust survivor who became a comic book pioneer. World War II and the events surrounding it had a profound effect on the world and comic books were not left out. Behind the scenes, many of the creators of the Golden Age were not only Jewish but women, many taking up the jobs of the male artists who were drafted into the war or enlisted to serve. A notable one was Lily Renee, a Jewish woman whose journey to become a comic artist was as powerful as many of the stories she would later draw. Lily Renee Wilhelm was born on May 12, 1921 in Vienna, Austria, where she grew up. Her father managed the Holland-Austria Line, a steamship company that provided luxury cruises and cargo shipments. Growing up in an affluent family, Renee enjoyed ballet and opera, which she visited with her school twice a year. She also studied uh, art and was already exhibiting a talent for so much that, that at a young age, it was actually put on exhibition in local galleries. However, things would change for Lily Renee and her family when the Nazis invaded Austria on March 12 of 1938 under the austro Union, where Adolf Hitler, who was originally from Austria, claimed that he was just trying to unite the German-speaking peoples of the world. This was especially bad as Renee's family was Jewish uh, a people that the Nazis fiercely hated and used as scapegoats. On April 10th, the Nazis formally joined Austria to Germany under an election in which 99% of the voters decided for Austria to join Germany despite many voters being afraid to vote and Jew- Jewish citizens being denied the right to. The Nazis began confiscating Jewish property along with forcing Jewish store owners to mark their property so the customers would not be discouraged to shop there. Eventually, the Nazis began moving the Jewish people to Vienna with Jewish families there forced to accommodate others like Louis Rene's. In addition, Lily Renee suddenly lost her school and many of her friends due to the changing attitudes about the Jewish population. It got worse for the family when her uncle Samuel was arrested and sent to Daku, a concentration camp in southern Germany. Thankfully, he was released later because he had a, a ticket out of the country for Palestine. Samuel described the condition at the camp as horrific, such as standing outside in the freezing rain in his bare feet. Sadly, he would be arrested again a month later and would later die in Buchenwald, the largest concentration camp in Nazi Germany. Lily herself would have a close call when she went to get some elderly papers' uh, neighbors stamped, only to be rounded up uh, with other Jews by the Nazis and forced into a synagogue. They were thankfully released, but this is just another of the many incidents that motivated the, the René family to leave Austria, but the climax came with one horrific event. Lilly's family decided to leave Austria after the Kristallnacht night of the broken glass on November 9, uh, 1938. It was initiated when a 17-year-old Jewish boy named Herschel Grispan shot a German deputy man in protest for the treatment of his family. In retaliation, the Nazis sent a Gestapo disguised as civilians to initiate riots in Berlin and Vienna to destroy Jewish buildings and attack the Jewish people. It was called the night of the broken glass due to the shards of glass that littered the streets afterwards. Thankfully, the British government had fostered an agreement with Germany that allowed Jewish children to leave if they were under 17 years of age and had a sponsor in England who would agree to take them in. For the Wilhelms, a family friend, Molly, agreed to help Lily as part of the kinder's transport, which meant children transport. Unfortunately for Lily's parents, Jewish adults had to promise to return to Vienna, but Lily pointed out that if uh, they were able to find work for them in England, they could acquire a visa and move to the, there themselves. Thus, at the age of 14, Lily Renee left for England but her trip was not uneventful, such as when a Nazi soldier destroyed a statue Lily made to remind her of home. Her train stopped in Holland before going to England. Unfortunately, kinder transport lasted only from December 1st, 1938 to September 1st, 1939, but it did allow 10,000 Jewish children to escape Austria. It ended in the outbreak of World War II when the Nazis of Germany invaded Poland, leading to England to declare war on Germany. One and a half million Jewish children would eventually be murdered by the Nazis during the Holocaust. When Lily Renee arrived in Liverpool, England, she was able to live with Molly's family, the Keeleys, who lived in a suburban Leeds. However, upon arriving, she found out she would have to do chores for the first time in her life, something she was not used to doing growing up in a rich family. She also had trouble adjusting to the English language, as while she learned it in school, it was naturally very different when spoken in his home country. Lily Renee would constantly write to her parents in hopes they would escape Austria. This proved difficult as she had a hard time finding work for them, which is necessary to acquire a visa to immigrate to England. In addition, Lily had to deal with Mrs. Keeley, Molly's mother, who hated her, to the point that she avoided to tell her what dinner time was, thus leaving Lily to go hungry. Then, on September 3, 1939, Prime Minister Neville Chamberlain announced over the radio that Great Britain had declared war against Germany over its invasion of Poland, thus ending Lily's hopes of getting her parents out of Austria. Dejected with living with the Keeleys, she ran away, finding work at a, as a mother's helper and then a nursing assistant as World War II had broken out. Lily Renee would end up suffering during the Blitz during this time, which ended on May of 1941, but not before killing 18,629 men, 16,201 women, and 5,028 children by the Nazi bomb. With World War II breaking out, refugees from Austria and Germany, even if they were Jewish, were classified as enemy aliens, which included up to 60,000 people and thus could be subject to arrest. This would include Lily Renee, who had her apartment searched by the Scotland Yard Police and her camera confiscated. Soon, 30,000 refugees were shipped off to camps. However, when the United States entered the war, they were reclassified as Jewish refugees again. Meanwhile, when Lily Renee was 16, she learned her parents had made it to America through the Bloomberg House uh, Central Office of Jewish Refugees in London that worked to reunite Jewish parents with their children from kindertransport. Lily Renee was able to board the ship to join them after staying two years in England. When she arrived, Lily Renee learned her mother needed an operation as a result of an assault from the Nazis while her father got a job as an elevator operator. The family stayed in a rooming house at West 72nd Street on Manhattan's Upper West Side, And Lily herself would work as both a painter and a clothing model for Jane Turner, a well-known fashion illustrator. The latter job was a natural for Lily Renee as she had grown into a beautiful young woman, something that would be a positive and negative in her later comic book career, as she would catch the eye of the right and the wrong people in the industry. Lily had decided to take up art again, painting the Tourillon designs on wooden boxes on the 46th floor of the Rockefeller Center at the Reese uh, Advertising Agency. She would later work on Woolworth's catalog for 50 cents a page with the money going to night school, which included the Art Students League of New York and the School of Visual Arts. Eventually, Lily Renee got a job at Fiction House, one of the premier comic book publishers of the Golden Age. Like many professions during World War II, Fiction House was looking to replace its male penciler and inkers who were now serving in the military with female artists, which also included other notable female artists like Nina Albright and Fran Hopper louis Renee's first job was erasing backgrounds, and later she got to work on her own series, the supernatural horror feature, Werewolf Hunter, in Ranger comics number 14 through number 38 from December of 1943 to April of 1948, and then Jane Martin about a female pilot who who fights the Nazis, with these stories appearing in Wing comics number 31 to 48 from March of 1943 to August of 1944. It was during this time that she started using her first and middle name as her pen name, thus Lily Renee made her, made her professional debut. She later worked on science fiction feature The Lost World and Planet Comics number 32 to 49 from September 1944 to July 1947. Notably, Lily Renee would do exemplary work on Senorita Rio, a character she loved working on about Brazilian nightclub singer Rita Ferreira, who also worked as a counter-spy Senorita Rio against the Nazis in South America. This feature appeared in fight comics number thirty four to forty four and forty seven to fifty one from October of nineteen forty four to August of nineteen forty seven. Renee loved the character, which was originally designed by artist Nick Cardi, as she was allowed to be strong and adventurous while still beautiful and able to wear some glamorous clothes. Best of all, she got to fight and beat the Nazis and was the character that most people associate with Lily Renee's career. In 1948, Lily Renee went to work for St. John's Publications with her then husband, artist Eric Peters, a fellow Viennese refugee and cartoonist, who also worked on magazines like Collier's and the Saturday Evening Post. There they shelled penciling duties on Abdon Costello's comics from issues number 2 to 34 in April of 1948 to December of 1955, while Renee additionally drew romance stories in Teenage Diary Secrets and Teenage Romance. Peters and Renee also drew for the company Born On, producing comic books starring its mascot, uh, Ellis the, the Cow. Lily Renee would in drawing comic books around 1949, shifted her career working on textile designs and jewelry while also working on children's books and five paintings. In her personal life, she had one early marriage which she had annulled, and of course she was later re- married to Eric Peters, but that ended as well. Lou Renee would later state her only true marriage was to Randolph Phillips, a financial consultant who uh, directed the American Civil Liberties Union National Committee for Conscience Objectors during the 1940s, and later chaired the uh, 1972 National Committee for Impeachment. The couple had would have two children, a daughter, Nina, and a son, Rick. Lou Renee would continue to live in New York City at Madison Avenue. In 2007, Lily Renee attended the San Diego Comic Con Convention, where she was inducted into the Will Eisner Hall of Fame, the nomination provided by the Friends of Lulu, a nonprofit that was dedicated to promoting female readership in comics and the female creators who made them. On August 24, 2022, at the age of 101, Lily Renee passed away, survived by her two children and four grandchildren. Most importantly, she left behind an extraordinary life, along with being one of the early female pioneers in the comic world. The tragedy of the Holocaust is how many talented people were denied the the world due to the Nazi regime's genocide. Thankfully, Lily Renee not only survived, but thrived in both her life and career. I would like to thank the chief source for this episode, Lily Renee, escape artist, from Holocaust survivor to comic book pioneer by Trina Robbins, with illustrations by Annie Timmons and Moya, a fantastic graphic novel telling the story of Lily Renee's extraordinary uh, life. A great read for any comic book fan. Thank you. My name is Mark McCray, and I'm the author of The Best Saturdays of Our Lives. I'm Dan Klink, co-host of The Best Saturdays of Our Lives podcast. The Best Saturdays of Our Lives features programming trends from the 1966 television season all the way through the last era of the early digital age of the 1990s. On the show, if it's animated, we talk about it. Order your signed copy today at tbsool.com. And listen to the podcast at esonetwork.com and all podcast platforms. And now it is October 5th, 2023, time for the favorite comic of the week. Birds of Prey, number two, by Kelly Thompson and Leonardo Romero, which sees uh, Black Canary assembling her new uh, Birds of Prey team to go on their first mission, while also explaining why they need to rescue her her sister Sin from the island of Thermoscara, and potentially going up against Wonder Woman and the Annie Amazons. Thompson does a great job getting this dynamic of these uh, new Birds of Prey team together, and of course it explains why it has to be an all-female crew, because Thermoscara only allows... uh, Females on it. So that's one, that's one biggest explanation there. Also, it's great how the different dynamics work. Like Zealot uh, doesn't want to fight Amazons, but uh, Canary explains why they have to go and do this. And the first mission is great, shows off their action. the uh, Romero's art is gorgeous, has a kind of cartoony style to it, very colorful, but a lot of fun, great action, great depictions of all the characters involved. So, uh, yeah, this looks to be a very, continues to be a great, uh, fun series, uh, the, dusting off with that classic property of Birds of Prey for DC. And yeah, definitely check it out. And with that, well, uh, we just concluded the uh, season six of a uh, History of Comics podcast. Uh, yeah, I was only going to work out uh, ten episodes this time. Like, might be too much perfection. Of course, life and everything keeps getting in the way. This, this is my pastime. I enjoy doing it. And I'll keep doing it as much as I can. But uh, tuning in again next week, I'll we'll probably be back doing some classics and other things. Of course, it's October spooky season, so I'll we'll be probably working in some creepy classics this time. But uh, till then, go ahead and enjoy some good comic book. And uh, join me again, yeah, and then uh, join me again next week for another episode of the History Comics Podcast.